Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. My days working, taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. Matt, before we answer questions from listeners and tweeters, go back about a week ago, I told you I was going down to Tampa for the Sabres lightning game. What a game. It was amazing. It was a great game. We took a picture with Dave Andrzejczyk. David, there's a Dave Andrzejczyk statue outside him holding the cup up. Dave Andrzejczyk. Yeah. Took a picture. And then we went inside and took a picture with the real Dave Andrzejczyk, which was really Oh, that, that's cool. Were you yeah. planning on taking the picture with the real Dave Andrzejczyk? Did you know he was there? Um, I knew he was there and um, know him through a mutual friend and happened to see him. And I had... I, I've communicated with Dave and he didn't really know who I was. I'm like, Hey, Sal Capaccio. like, Oh, Sal, how are you? So that was cool. So we got a picture. It was really nice. Um, but what was interesting was they have the largest video board I've ever seen for a hockey game. And I do think it's the largest in the NHL. I'm not positive. Yeah. On this video board, they did not show a single replay of one of the Sabres goals. Maybe out of sight, out of mind. Maybe they don't want to bring up bad memories, I guess it's that's weird. No, but, but... Isn't that odd? Because if you go to KeyBank Center, oh yeah, they're playing the Rangers, and the Rangers score. You see the replay. Yeah, which I think you would want to do from just a game presentation I, standpoint. Like that right? kind of makes sense because I think if you're sitting there, maybe you don't have the best angle, and you're getting a better angle if you see it on you know the actual scoreboard. Um, unless you're at KeyBank Center because the scoreboard's so small and you still really can't see anything. Um, I just thought it was odd, and I don't know if that's normal around the league or I don't think it's normal, but I don't know. I don't go to all these arenas, but I thought it was odd. But it gets me to an actual football and Bills point. Did you see the renderings of the new Bills Stadium, the new ones that are out, and what did you think? I did. I thought they looked good. You know, I'm not an architect, so (laughs) I am basically looking at these pictures and going, that looks cool. That's crazy to me that that's going to be an orchard park. Everybody has a different opinion. You know, I feel like you can look at renderings and like them and also still have opinions on the stadium and whether or not it should be downtown or it should be an orchard park or whether or not, you know, there's so much taxpayer money should be involved. Like I'm not getting into any of that stuff. I'm just saying, I thought the renderings look cool. It's going to be cool to watch football games in a newer stadium. I mean, we've gone to a lot. Have you been to every stadium? All but three would have gone to all of three. All of the other three had 
we gone on the road for COVID because it was yep. Vegas where the Bills played. Yep. It was San Francisco where the Bills were supposed to play, but it got moved. And it was Arizona where the Bills played twice that year. Yep. So those are the only three I have not attended yet. So I've been, I'm upwards of 20. I don't exactly know the number. So I've been to more of them that I have not been to. I grew up going to games at Highmark Stadium, at Ralph Wilson Stadium, New Era Field, all of yep. those different things. The atmosphere in Buffalo is unbelievable. Doesn't matter what stadium you're in. The atmosphere is awesome. The stadium itself has certainly seen better days. Yep. So I think a new stadium is cool. I think that that's exciting. I think that it's going to be cool. Like I know the joke was made by a lot of people with the renderings. There were players on the scoreboard or on the field and the renderings. And you go, Oh, like I think they moved like, Bates over to a different position. And Mitch Morris was like, Oh, does this mean he's switching spots this year or something? <laughs> um, but it's going to be cool to see which players are parts of the teams that are in one stadium and then ultimately translate into the next stadium. Like jo- like Josh will be one of those people. Yeah, it'll be very cool. That's all from Frank Lloyd, Matt Bove, right? The architect. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was very Art Deco, the design. I was pretty impressed with the uh, contemporary edges that they used. I don't know any of this stuff. I, like, literally, I'm like, yeah, it looks cool. I, I am excited to go to London next year and yep. see the Tottenham Stadium it's because okay. I do feel like there's kind of a lot of similarities between the two of them and with Populous, the company that they hired and everything. That was the big talking point last year at the owners' meetings, and that was already almost a year ago. I, I don't think it's a coincidence that they're playing at Tottenham next year. Uh, it's partly to give fans a glimpse of what that stadium looks like and what the bills might be, uh, will be playing in starting in 2026. What else we got for questions? All right. So let's start with a fun one. This is from coach KGB sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe. How do you put your footwear on? It's a great question. I am totally sock, sock, shoe, shoe guy. Same. And I don't know if there's people who are one at a time. I've never heard of that. I mean, even asking that question, I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, so like that, if, that would, that's a weird question to ask. I wouldn't think differently, but who knows? You want to hear a weird one? I sleep with my socks on and people tell me that I'm nuts. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I will if my feet are super cold, but normally not. I actually heard an urban legend when I was younger. If you sleep with your socks on, you have bad dreams. Really? Yeah. That explains the last 30 years of my life, Sal. There you go. <laughs> Maybe you should try without it to see if you can sleep better. Yeah, let's see here. Uh, this is from John. Do you or Sal think Kenny Galladay would be a good foot? It sounds like he's getting I, released from the Giants. I was a very big Kenny Galladay fan, but he just can't stay healthy and has not performed. So I loved him when he was with the uh, Lions. Hey, if the Bills feel he can get here, come here and be the best version of himself and stay healthy, that might be a guy you can get for a, that might be a, a reclamation project, if you want to call it that, and could be a really risky but high reward guy. Listen, if Kenny Galladay comes to Buffalo and signs a $2 million contract, I love it. If Kenny Galladay comes to Buffalo right. and signs a $6 million contract, I think there's money that they could have spent elsewhere and it doesn't make much sense. So that's kind of how I feel about Kenny Galladay. Uh, This one is from Brad, and it's actually something that uh, Brandon Bean addressed today. Do the Bills expect DeMar Hamlin to play football again? And it certainly sounds like they do. Now, they're not putting any rush or any timeline on it, but it's the way they're talking. It feels like both sides would hope that he's on a football field again at some point. He said Brandon Bean's comment was that DeMar's plan is to play again if he's cleared to play. He wants to do that. Let's see. Uh, what other questions do we have? 
<laughs> Nothing really that's appropriate. Is a hot dog a sandwich? That's from Jeff. Remember that? Uh, yeah, that was from years ago. So I have a, a fun one to wrap with if you want to, that I just thought of because of the sock, sock, shoe, shoe thing that I was thinking about this the other day. And I'm like, I guess I could ask Matt Bove that question. All right. Let's, let's go out let's, to all the listeners. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Now this also has a bit of a history. This question. Have you ever read parade magazine and Marilyn Voss savant savant I've, Marilyn Voss savant is her name. No, Marilyn Voss savant is a parade magazine. I don't know if she still does it. And every week on a Sunday parade magazine, when I was younger, um, I would read it. People would write in really interesting, odd questions that she would answer. Mm-hmm. And some, and then there'd also be some math questions, but there'd be some philosophical ones. I just thought it was super interesting. And she said one time that nothing got more engagement from this one question she got that I'm like, are you kidding me? And I thought about it the other day. So I'm going to ask you this same question. So it's not my original question, but I still am fascinated by it. Which way, Matthew Bove, should the toilet paper roll go? Oh, the toilet paper comes over the top or down through the bottom. Okay. So I mentioned on the podcast a couple weeks ago, this is a funny conversation that you, it's a funny question that you asked. So we've been having work done at our house. We're getting yeah. bathrooms that are redone in our old bathrooms. We had a toilet paper mount like physically on the wall. Yep. Okay. Once we got the bathrooms redone, we didn't want to screw up the walls. We just did all this work. So we went out and bought new toilet paper holders that are basically like, a little basket that goes into a hook and then you put the toilet paper on the top and then you store the rest of the toilet paper, you know, down in the little basket. Got it. Easy to remove. You don't have to take anything out of it. You don't have to pull the things apart. Nothing like that. Exactly. But because it's now in a new spot where the wall was the fan, the vent on the ground, blowing the hot air coming into the room. Now, all when I do, and I look in the room, I see the toilet paper kind of flapping in the wind and I can tell you that it's flapping because we go over the top. Okay. Toilet paper over the top. I understand both arguments to be made. But every time I've done it, it's always been, you know, like when it was in the wall, you take it off the wall, you put the little plastic thing in there, and then it's over the top. Okay. So the crazy part about it is I'm asking this question, but I don't have a preference. I just take the toilet paper and put it on. Whichever way it is, it is. I don't even think about it. But once it's on, I think about how it is, and I think about this question all the time when I see it. I'm like, well, is that the way it's supposed to be? What do other people think? If you go over the top like you, I think that's the easier way to pull. But if you go from the bottom, I think that's the easier way to pull off and get the sheet that you want because you're just going and ripping it like a piece of paper a little bit easier instead of maybe pulling it back to you or holding the top to rip it. I guess it's a preference of what you find more convenient. What are you more worried? Right. You know, are, what are you trying to accomplish? I will say as somebody who goes over the top, there are times when I pull the toilet paper and it, you know, comes fluttering down and there's mm. way too much of it. And then you got to redo it and then rip it off. But then Can't it's that happen perfect. the other way too, though. Yeah. But in your, in your argument, and what you're saying is that if it goes under, maybe it's easier to rip off. Maybe that doesn't happen as often. Is. I I have one of the paper holder compartments that's the same way, and we go over on the paper towels. Oh, okay. So it's like one of the ones like under yeah, a cabinet, yeah, yeah, it like yeah. hangs like you know. Yeah, we don't. We have it. Ours is like vertically. A, Ours is vertical. I just kind of, you know, it's just like a, a stand, like when you go to a restaurant, kind of. It sits on the table and not 
mountain on the wall. That's can, I, can I say a real like adult thing? Maybe I'm just like late to the party here, and this has been something that people talk. Paper towels are way too expensive. Oh yeah, they are for sure. Um, like you go get like a twelve pack of paper towels, it's costing you like twenty dollars, maybe more. Yeah, and I, I think that's one of those items though where if you can the cheaper brand, the better. Like, don't even worry. Why do you care? Like. Most paper towels, you might have to use a couple more to do the job, but if you can get a much cheaper brand, I think a paper towel is the kind of thing you do that with. I agree with you to an extent. So we have a very different philosophical idea of, you know, paper towels in my house. Like my wife is like that. If I'm like, we need a couple paper, a couple paper towels, she will go buy three rolls that cost 80 cents each, but they're so paper thin that they don't do anything. I am always like, let's go to the grocery store and buy the pre-packed big variety of them because that way you're saving a little bit more money, or at least in my head, I'm saving more money. Yeah, paper towels are just expensive. I don't know why I got to that, but it's just kind of a ripoff. <laughs> From Leslie Frazier to paper towels and toilet paper, we cover it all here on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. All right, Matt Bove, Channel 7, WKBW. What do you guys got coming up? I know you got combine coverage going on. Breeze out there in Indy, right? Yeah, Bree's out there in Indy. She's at the Combine. We'll be out there for the week. Obviously, the Sabres are doing their thing back here, so it's kind of a fun time for it's. It's a fun time after a really, you know, slow month sports-wise. There's not a ton that happens at the end of – oh, hold on. This is a Jacob Chikrin update. Oh, boy. We could, have, we could be starting a whole new podcast here. No, he's on the ice for morning skate. Sorry. So I was in the middle of like kind of monitoring that. Um, See, that's the middle of the trade deadline here for the NHL. We're talking. Yes. Yeah, so Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, one of the busiest days on like the local sports calendar, because you have section final games for high school basketball at Buff State. You've got regional games at Harbor Center for the local hockey teams. Then you've got the Sabres playing the Lightning on Saturday. And then when you mix in combine week, there's going to be plenty of Bills talk. So it's a, a very hectic time. And then you've got college basketball teams wrapping up their conference play as they get ready for conference tournaments. Okay, I literally have two minutes. I forgot to ask you this question. I wanted to. I brought it up with Joe DiBiase. You're a great person to ask. Do you like? Do you go on like water slides, roller coasters, thrill rides, things like that? Yeah, everything. Okay. Well, we went to Orlando for our vacation. Went to the Gaylord Palms Hotel. They have a big water slide yep. water park there, and at the top of one, they have this thing where I believe Darien Lake has it called the Brain Drain. I went up there and I refused to go on after seeing it, and I, I felt like such a chump. And they literally put you in a capsule and enclose you. And it says three, two, one, and the floor comes out from below you and you shoot down. Yeah. Are you, okay? Are you good with that? Yeah, there's there's honestly not I, much I, I won't do it. There's not much I won't do. My thresholds for that stuff is a little so when I was a news reporter, I flew with the United yeah. States Thunderbirds as I a story. Do I'd do that. So like, see, those are the kinds of things like I'm with two I'm riding with someone who is a professional and not gonna let me die. Yeah, but you're on a slot. They're not going to make the slide if somebody's going to die. I know that, but it's like it's just me, and this thing is like there's some kid operating the thing. Three, two, one, the thing opens up, and I go down. I don't know. I would. I think the only thing that I wouldn't do, I would skydive. I haven't, but I would skydive. I would not do the thing where you like, but you're on like a bungee jump and you like free fall and then it like catches you and then you pull back up. That to me, don't like the, the idea of that snapping to me is way more yes. scary than like a parachute not operating. That's why I won't bungee jump. Yeah, I don't I won't like bungee, it, I, a regular I bungee jump. I won't do it, but I, ha I have skydove. Oh, did you? 
Yes. And it was one of the most amazing things I've ever did. One of the scariest things I ever did in my life. I don't think I'll ever do it again, but I'm so glad I did it. <laughs> think about that sentence that you have been skydiving, but you would not go on the water slide at the hotel in Florida. Kind of weird. I think I'll do it next time. I just, it was weird. I'm like, I don't know, man, this thing is dropping me straight down, but you're right. Yeah. Kind of weird. All right. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll have to talk about more, more about this next time. Wish we had more time for it, but yeah. So we had to talk about the bills today. All right. Catch me on WGR sports radio, five fifty, at sales sports at Matt underscore Bove on Twitter. Shoot us any comments you have. And of course, download, subscribe, like, and give us a nice review on it's on. It's always game day in Buffalo. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.